Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Tuesday, October the 25th, 2022 at 10.55 a.m. Central Time. Frustration. That is today's focus, frustration. Have you ever experienced frustration? How do you deal with it? How do you handle frustration? Frustration is obviously connected to anger. When, when, when something doesn't go your way, do you experience frustration and anger? And like, are you a person that is easily frustrated or you just kind of like let things go and they don't really bother you? And does that frustration and anger will enter into the area of, I don't know, see, how do, what do we call it as Christians? Oh, yes, sin. Let me give you a quick definition of frustration. Frustration in psychology. In psychology, frustration is a common emotional response to opposition related to anger, annoyance, and disappointment. Frustration arises from the perceived resistance to the fulfillment of an individual's will or goal and is likely to increase when a will or goal is denied or blocked. So another way of saying this, frustration arises when it doesn't go our way, when we don't get our will, we get frustrated and we get angry. Think of just just in your life, how frequent are you frustrated and angry? As soon as something doesn't go your way, as soon as something doesn't go according to your plan. Now, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be honest. Oh, oh, wow. You know, things don't go according to my plan or my will. Let's just say frustration is a very, very common response. But how should we think about that from a biblical perspective? I want you to start thinking about a maybe a, a key passage of scripture that would really address this issue. If someone came to you and like, look, I am struggling with frustration and anger. I mean, it it I know it's I know it's wrong, but I'm having a major problem. What passage of scripture would you possibly point them to? A passage of scripture that you think may, well, is an example of someone being frustrated and then something that Jesus says to them. Can you think of, obviously I'm giving it away, it's in the Gospels. Can you think, in fact, I have my Bible open to it, but we're not going to look at that right now. We're going to take just a few minutes because the reason today's focus is frustration is because this morning I woke up and I grabbed my iPad and I'm like, I, I'm going to just, I'm going to start listening to some podcasts. I don't know how it happened, but I ended up listening to our one of the Alex Jones program from October the 11th, 2022. He is 25 minutes into the broadcast. Now, remember, his his program is a radio program. It airs on, what, like hundreds of, of radio stations around the country. Alex Jones, you know, uh, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theorist, and all. he's been sued by the families from uh, the Sandy Hook massacre. They, he He's supposed to pay them like over, a, what is it, a billion dollars, some some crazy amount of money. So he's things have been going very bad for him, right? Things have been going very bad for him. 
Now, I don't listen because I agree with him. I disagree with almost everything he says, but I just like to listen to so many different things. I mean, if it's a podcast, there's a chance I'm going to listen to it at some point. So I, I was listening this morning. Again, he's 25 minutes. This is hour one of his four-hour program. He's 25 minutes into hour one. He's he's playing a clip from Obama, right? He's making some, some point, and he's going to go from Obama. He's going to get ready to set up another clip. He starts playing that clip and everything goes wrong. Remember, this is a live broadcast, right? It's a live broadcast. Yes, it's a podcast, but he does his podcasting. It's live radio show that turns into a podcast. So you just, you got to hear this and just listen to the, and hear the emotion, not just the words, the frustration in his voice. Just listen. Here we go for reform inside of Ukraine uh, and give uh, the prime minister and his government the capacity to do what they need to do uh, as they are also. Now, this next clip has been making the rounds from Stephen Colbert. This is in 2014 with an Obama spokesperson, one of the cute little actors. Say that again, guys. Yes, Michael Hudson. Thank you for reminding me of his name. Michael Hudson. Now, see, someone is talking in his ear because on, on radio programs, you have you have producers behind a window and they can, and you usually have an earpiece and they can give you a name or if you're going to mispronounce a word, they can fix things. They can correct things, which is awesome. Sometimes I wish I had that. But they're like the name because he doesn't say the name. And they're like, it's Michael Hutchinson or Hutchinson, Hutchinson. And he's like, okay, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because he didn't remember the name. He didn't mention the name. They step in, give him the name. All right, so you got to be grateful that you got people there looking out, making sure you say the name and say the name correctly. I wish, I really wish I had an earpiece with that, but I don't, okay? But all right, so here it goes. (laughs) Everything's getting ready to go wrong. Hudson on there making a joke about the plan for the war and the project to overthrow Ukraine. And it's so funny, it's so cute, it's so fun. And now we're living years later on the edge of World War III. Here it is. I just wish Ronald Reagan were still alive to fix this mess. Here to tell me how to reanimate Reagan is the editor of Foreign Affairs magazine, Gideon Rose. Mr. Rose, thank you. It's not Michael Hutchinson, 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 however you say his name. It's Gideon Rose or whatever the name is. It's a completely different name. And as soon as, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. So so already we got a mistake. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, who cares? They gave him the wrong name, but the right name was said. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Well, let's see how Alex <laughs> responds to the situation. Thank you so much for being here. Magazine, Foreign Affairs. No, no, no. Let's hit pause right there. Let's just stop. It's no big deal. We're going to start this back over. It's Gideon Rose who had worked with the Obama administration. In fact, we're going to stop right there. I'm going to restart the show at this point. He's going to restart the whole show. He's 20, 26 minutes into it. That's it. That's it. We're going to, hey, it's no big deal, but we're going to restart the whole show. We're going to just restart everything. Okay. Now, I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing with him because I have, I have been literally in the middle of live broadcast. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm never going. I I just like in my mind, I'm like, that's it. I'm never doing this again. I, I quit. Like even, even right there, Michael Hutchinson. 
Gideon, uh, Gideon Rose. I got Gideon Rose right. I, I still think I'm missing the first name uh, incorrectly, but but you'll get something wrong. And then while you're supposed to be doing the broadcast, all your mind is thinking, I can't believe I just messed that up. I can't believe I just messed that up. Now, when you go back and listen, sometimes it's not near as as egregious as it feels in your mind, but I can just feel I can, I can feel the emotion he's feeling right now. It's like your, your face starts turning red, your heart starts pounding, and you're just like, and you want to just start screaming at the people who just gave you the wrong name. Now, typically for me, I can't blame anyone in this room. I can only blame myself, but you can just hear like he just, oh, you can just tell he, he, he is so frustrated. I'm going to back this up just a little bit. I'm going to back this up just a little bit and just, <laughs> oh, I, I, I can so relate to this. All right, here we go. Reagan is the editor of Foreign Affairs magazine, Gideon Rose. Mr. Rose, thank you so much for being here. There's the magazine, Foreign Affairs. Now, now, right, let's no, no, pause no, right there. Let's just stop. It's no big deal. We're going to start this back over. It's Gideon Rose who had worked with the Obama administration. In fact, we're going to stop right there. I'm going to restart the show at this point. I almost didn't do the show today because... I got a headache, and I'm in a bad mood, and I'm just going to reset everything right now. <laughs> I almost didn't start the show today because I'm in a bad mood, and I have a headache. I'm just going to restart everything right now. So he just literally, like, he's 26 minutes into a live broadcast on hundreds of radio stations, and he's like, that's it. We're just going to start completely over. No, no, just keep listening. Because I, I really can't do the show when I am working till 10 minutes before the show on just keeping this place on air. And I should have just taken off today and had Owen do the show. I should have just worked behind the scenes. In fact, get Owen ready. He's going to take over. I'm leaving. <laughs> hey, hey, get Owen ready. Uh, that's that's someone who co-hosts and, and does the program sometimes. Hey, get Owen ready. I'm leaving. I'm just leaving. I'm going to, hey, Owen better get ready because I'm walking out. I'm just going to leave a live broadcast. 26 minutes into it. And then and then all of a sudden he realizes, wait, I can't leave. I'm supposed to be doing an interview. <laughs> this oh, I, I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing with him because oh I can I can I can feel these emotions. But come on, you you you've gotten frustrated in your life too. You've gotten frustrated with your kids, your spouse, your neighbors, your co-workers, people at church, your pastor. All right, let's listen to this. We can't do the show. When I am working till 10 minutes before the show, on just keeping this place on air. And I should have just taken off today and had Owen do the show. I should have just worked behind the scenes. In fact, get Owen ready. He's going to take over. I'm leaving. Uh, I guess I got Bannon coming up. I got to do it. But I, I, I just can't do it anymore. I want you guys to print me the article on the YouTube of that so I have the actual articles. When you click on the YouTube, open it up with the menu under it so I have the description under it. We'll start over. Thank you. Now, I'm going to calm down for a moment. I'm going to get my bearings, and I'll be able to do the show. I may have to go to rebroadcast for a little while. <laughs> you can just, that t silence, and then like a, <clears throat> he just kind of goes, <clears throat> all right, I'm going to calm down. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get it all together. We we may go to our we may go to our rebroadcast for a little while. In other words, hey, just pull up an older program, pull up something, and just play it because I need to walk out of this studio and I need to get myself together because the frustration and the anger you can feel it. Now he's gonna he, he he's gonna immediately just transition into a commercial uh, for the products they sell. He's he's gonna try to get it together. Like I can't talk about anything else, but I'll do a commercial really quick. But I, and I'm not mad at anybody. I, I just get overloaded at a certain point. And in the past, I spent about 10% of my time getting fun and keep us on air. Now I spend 50% of my time. And I'm not complaining. It's just something I don't like doing, and it, it irritates me. Because I don't like business. I don't like numbers. I don't like jacking with stuff constantly. But the good news is InfoWars is still on air. We have a plan to stay on air. And it would take a big stress off of me and keep this important operation on air if folks would continue to support what you've been doing. And I so then he goes into all the products that they're offering and the sale they're having. So people will buy the products so that they can continue to fund the program. Because obviously he's under a lot of stress because he just lost a lot. He just lost the court case with the Sandy Hook family for like $1 billion. And there's, I think, I think there's another judgment that's going to come down. So, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's true. He, the, someone just um, posted a, a comment that the man's like a ball of stress every single day. He is. But when I heard that, I'm like, one, I could relate to it because as someone who sits in front of a microphone, you don't even know sometimes when I'll get done and I'll walk down the stairs and I'll just be like, oh, that went so wrong. Yesterday, when we're reviewing the sermon on First John that I thought was going to be, hey, according to them, First John deals with Gnosticism and it's not necessarily a test for your faith. And then we start reviewing a sermon that basically says the opposite of what they say First John is about. By the time that was over, I was like, oh, why did I review? That was a waste of one hour of my life. I was so frustrated. So I understand that. But today's focus is about you and I, not about Alex Jones. Forget Alex Jones. I just wanted to use that as an example about us. And how frustrated we get. And frustration arises when things don't go according to our way, our will, our plan. And I'll just give you a passage of scripture for you to meditate on today. It's in Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. All right. So uh, Peter, Jesus asked him, you know, uh, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And then he goes on to say, but whom say ye that I am? And Peter makes that great conf uh, confession. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. All right. And so there's all those. It's a, it's a powerful scene. And, and that God had revealed it to Peter who Christ truly was. All right. Then from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how he must go unto Jerusalem, suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed and raised again the third day. So Peter makes this great confession. Jesus is like, like okay, you know, that, that's awesome. You know who I am, but here's what's going to happen. You know who I am, but this is what's going to happen. I'm going to be killed. I'm going to be crucified. This is Matthew chapter 16. That's verse 21. And then look at verse 22. As soon as Peter hears this, as soon as Peter hears this, he's like, whoa, no, that's not my plan. That's not my will. Matthew 16, verse 22. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. 
That can't be, it cannot happen. That to me is the very essence of frustration when something doesn't go according to what we want, our will, our desire, our plan, frustration arises and we get irritated and we lash out and we may say things in a hurtful and cruel way and we get sarcastic and we get cutting and we get mean and we, and we, and our, our emotions go crazy because we, it didn't go our way. And then look what happens. I love this. All right. So then Jesus says, get thee behind me, Satan, for thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things of God, but that but those that be of men. Now, that's a powerful statement. Now, if we believe God works all things according to his good pleasure and will, then in one way, if we were to see everything really coming from the hand of God, then all frustration is really a frustration with God. That's something to consider and meditate on today. But this is what I love. Here, here you go. Jesus said unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. The Christian life is to be lived as a life of self-denial, self-death, and no longer following self. If we truly would deny self, die to self, and stop following self, then I think frustration and anger would be something completely foreign to us. Now, we're never going to do this perfectly. That's why we have to trust in Jesus Christ, who is the only one who can ever do it perfectly for us. I'm very aware of that, but we're still called to live that. That's the life we are to pursue, a life of self-denial self-death, and no longer following self. But you can feel when self is very much alive, when something goes just a little wrong and you get frustrated and you get irritated and you get bothered. Whenever you feel those feelings of frustration, I think here's two things to consider. One, wait, God is sovereign and he works all things according to his good pleasure and will. Am I getting frustrated with my situation? Am I getting frustrated with this person? Or am I really getting frustrated with God? Number two, I'm getting frustrated, but I'm supposed to be dead to self and deny self. So if I was truly dead to self and denying self and not following self, would I be frustrated in this situation? Today's focus, frustration. Focus on Matthew 16, 13 to 28, if you would like. Matthew 16, 13 to 28 Read it, meditate on it, think about it, and I would love to get your thoughts about everything you just heard in this episode of Today's Focus. Frustration versus self-denial, dying to self, and no longer following self. Thanks for listening. God bless.